Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But... Pod Diva. You're listening to Pod Diva. If you're an LGBTQIA plus woman or non-binary person, this is your weekly podcast. I'm Rachel Shelley. Today's guest on Pod Diva is the inspirational comedian and TV show host Zoe Lyons, who you've probably enjoyed on TV's Mock the Week or The Right Stuff. She's about to take her comedy around the country with her Bald Ambition tour. Yes, I did say bald not bold. Zoe is very open and very funny about her alopecia, rocking what she calls a Cruella de Vil coiffure. And when you finish listening to Zoe talking to Diva Magazine's Eleanor Noyce, go out and grab yourself a copy of this month's Diva Magazine to hear more. Diva. Thank you so much for chatting with Diva um, today. I really, really appreciate it. Really lovely to meet you. So, you are embarking on your nationwide bold ambition tour in 2023, which is amazing. Could you tell me a little bit about it? Yeah, I mean, the title comes from the fact that I've sort of, for the last two years, I lost my hair. I have alopecia. Mm-hmm. Um, it fell out as a kind of as a result of the pandemic, I suppose. Also kind of as a result of having quite a, I'm going to say now, entertaining midlife crisis i mean at the time it wasn't that that enjoyable but turning 50 middle-aged woman menopause marital issues it um yeah the wheel sort of came off and uh, resulted in me having alopecia which doesn't sound in itself that amusing Mm. but (laughs) the glorious thing about time and distance and comedy is that over time and with a bit of perspective Everything is funny. I've managed to turn that period of my life into, I've managed to sort of take control of it and make it funny. So I thought, well, may as well take it out on tour. Because I've always thought that the the harder harder elements of life are more amusing. It's a very British thing to make fun or to use humour to get through harder periods of life mm. and and yeah it absolutely helped me and saved me i think it resonates with a lot of people i think a lot of people went through internal turmoil and self-examining and definitely relationship issues during the last sort of two years of of upheaval yeah no i think it's really brave that you've incorporated this into a show and yeah. this experience so yeah and it sort of explores your relationship with your alopecia and how you've come to terms with it could you tell me a little bit about your alopecia journey yeah sure i mean i had um i, I had it when i was a kid i had it sort of patches when i was a kid and it um it was stress related then a lot of people with these sort of alopecia that i have will experience sort of patches throughout their life you know little bits falling up but then growing back and that's the sort of pattern of it but 
this last time for me it was really it was a really stressful point in my life and um when the alopecia started i just knew it wasn't going to stop this time it just it rattled through with real enthusiasm i've i've been sort of lucky in that i never lost all of my hair all at once but i will have lost all of my hair at some point if you know what i mean like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Bits have come fallen out and grown back and all of it all of it has gone, just not all at the same time. So I've been left with it's quite a dramatic sort of Cruella Deville white streak down the middle of my head because I had this I had a really lovely grey streak in my dark hair when I had hair. And alopecia doesn't attack um, grey hair like it attacks uh, dark hair. So it left me with this grey streak. (laughs) So it was kind of cool, which I've sort of embraced. Fantastic. And it started to grow back. It has started to grow back now. So it's very slow. It's really taken its time. But I'm much more comfortable with how I look now. I mean, it, it was hard. It was really hard. Yeah. It's, um, people say it's just hair, but it kind of... I was never a particularly vain person, but I always quite liked my hair. Mm, mm. I had good hair. Yeah. It's a real lesson in adjusting and accepting. It's part of your identity, so... Yeah. Yeah. Alongside this, you kind of have self-described monumental midlife crisis um, in which and you ran an ultra marathon I'm really interested in the ultra marathon because I'm a runner as well but what was this experience like for you like what made you decide that you wanted to do an ultra right well I'm a a very slow runner Mm -hmm. I'm an absolute plodder me too (laughs) I'm a real plodder I think it's because I was never particularly sporty as a kid or even as a young adult I wasn't particularly sporty and it took me to my late 40s now 50 to realise that actually that doesn't matter. It's not, this is a really wanky thing to say, it's not finished times, it's finished lines. <laughs> so it's, get, it's getting it done in your own way. However that is, and I, I ran, I did the London to Brighton challenge with my brother. Mm-hmm. That's 100 kilometres. And we ran, walked it, you know, we ran the first sort of marathon distance and then sort of jogged a bit and then walked a bit and then ran a little bit and then you know so we did it and it it wasn't a strict running thing it was just get it done and I think it was a sort of it was like it was like a sort of mini physical parallel to the shit that I'd already been through does that make sense yeah yeah like a little journey on its own Mm. and bits of it were brilliant and bits of it were awful but I just wanted to get through it. Yeah, huge sense of achievement when we did get through it. It features in the show because it didn't go entirely to plan, of course. Mm-hmm. I had what could only be described as catastrophic digestive issues. Um, we've all but you know, you, runners, we've been there. If you there. ever do a bit long run like that, honestly, watch out for your gut. They'll <laughs> you know, come for you. They will let you down. Oh, yeah. amazing. What's the longest you run then? What do you do? Um, I do halves at the moment, half yeah. marathons, but you know I'm going to plod on towards a full marathon at some point, I think, if I can. But you know, yeah. not soon, definitely not soon. And halves are brilliant, and halves you can just keep doing and doing and doing. Whereas a longer run, so, you know, then you get an injury and it's hard. But half marathons, I think, are lovely. And the, the other thing I recommend, if you haven't done it already, is off-road half marathons. Ah, so no, I've not done one of those. No. 
trail running is so much nicer uh there are loads of websites and event companies that do like um you know through the woods and stuff in Mm -hmm. various parts of the south of england and it's so much nicer Mm. it really really is it's something to look into it's a whole different thing trail running is is fantastic gets tricky sort of in the city but um in terms of running like what's your relationship with it now are you still going like i still go i tried to do another 100k last month but i had to pull out at 57 because my knee went uh, uh, so that's that's the annoying thing but so I just sort of adjust and reset my goals I think it's really important to have something constantly to aim for my next aim is to I'll do another half in February and I'll try and go sub two again with that then build I'm going to do the 100k that I failed at this year I'm going to do it again next year it's not going to beat me party it's that time of the year Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I mean, in terms of being a runner, does it help with your sort of creative vision in a way? Like, do you ever come up with, how does it shape your work? Does it help you get in a certain mindset? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think so. Because I, I've i got a very distracted mind. I've got, a, I mean, I'm really all over the place. So do, going for like a long run, anything sort of over 10 miles, I find it really soothing. Mm-hmm. It's calming. It's because it's single focus actually it really helps to sort of settle my thoughts and maybe put some ideas in place that I would then go home and write down mm-hmm. whereas I'm absolutely terrible at just sitting at a desk and plowing out ideas it just doesn't it just doesn't work for me I've got to mull 
and actually being in that sort of nice sort of rhythmic routine of running is a lovely sense of mulling. Mm. I mean, let's be honest, you'll know, those the first three miles of any run are horrific. And then you get into that sort of rhythm of it and then it's just like, oh, and then you're it's, a, it's a nice a place. To, yeah, it's a yeah. good place to sort of think yeah this period in your life and you know running the ultra buying sports car selling vegetables out of a van amazing um did it change the way that you write your comedy or you know view your work in a way like did it shape your creative vision or change it i guess it's helped me be a lot more open and honest on stage mm-hmm. i mean i've had such lovely responses you know since talking about the allocation with people and audiences who are going through the same thing or i've started to notice the hair's falling out or you know have never spoken to anybody about it or tried to hide it away i've had so many lovely encounters with people who yeah have been struggling with their own issues so by being able to be open honest and i'm going to use the word vulnerable mm-hmm. on stage it, yes changed what i do it's changed what i do i know you know i've been doing this for 20 odd years but i think when you start out you're desperate for people to like you on stage i think most comedians they might not admit it but that is the sort of motivational driving force it's like me like me like me like me like me and i think one of the lovely things about getting older and being brutally honest giving less of a shit is that you don't care whether people like you or not. You just wanna you wanna get your point across and and if they like you in the, if they like you as a result, fine. But that's not the driving force. The driving force I think for me now is to try and find those common ground those common human elements that we all have mm. and highlight them and make fun out of them and make you know, try and deliver those common human elements in a comedic way, in a way that joins us. Just kind of taking it back a notch like how did you get into comedy like how did you decide that that's what you wanted to do oh, I mean it took me ages I was an app like I say um focus has never been my strong point so I was all over the place for a long time I went to uni and when I was at uni I, I you know I spent most of my time doing amateur dramatic student university productions that sort of thing so I knew I wanted to perform I just didn't know in quite what capacity mm-hmm. and then I went to drama school when I finished university and you know left there going God, acting's hard, isn't it? Because you're just really waiting for somebody to give, you know, it's, you're very dependent on other people giving you work. And I just, I just, that's not really for me. So many more years of procrastination followed. And then I started to go and see more and more stand up. And I'd always loved stand up, always loved watching it on the television. I just, give it a go. I'm going to give it a go. And that, it was literally that I went, I wrote five minutes of appallingly hacked, terrible material, went and did an open mic night in London. And I got such a buzz from doing it. I got such an, and I just, I left there and I said to my partner, I went, this is what I do now. This is, oh, I'm just going to do this. For the first time in my life was incredibly focused. Just started doing loads and loads of open mic nights. I got an agent really quickly. I started getting, you know, paid for it. When I say paid, I mean like 20 quid, you know. <laughs> but, but paid nonetheless. But once it started, that was it. I was There was no turning back for me. So, yeah, that was it. Amazing. Going back to what we were just talking about, so getting into comedy, who yeah. were your biggest and who are your biggest, like, comedic inspirations? Oh, I suppose, well, growing up, definitely, it was um, it was Victoria Woods, mm-hmm. Billy Connolly, um, Robin Williams. Loved watching them, just loved watching them. And and, and still Billy Connolly. I mean, he, he just had such a way. He's such a brilliant storyteller. He is, you know, his use of language and, yeah, his ability to, to, to weave a yarn. Huge, huge fans. Mm. Nowadays, it's funny, 
it's really funny. You're supposed to comedians. Supposed comedians. So watch a lot of comedy now. <laughs> it's quite interesting. We're quite well. Like, we're sort of closed off from it. And mm. um, I, I still delight in being surprised by people on stage, you know. And I, I see new acts coming through. Who it's such a joy when you see anybody who's got that little spark about them. It really is that that I get a real buzz from seeing that. And you got you're good at this. You've got it. Mm. You've absolutely got it. Because some people are funny. Some people can write a joke. Some people are physically funny. But then every now and again, you see somebody and you go, you got it all. You got it all. Mm. You're a comedian. Yeah. You're a comedian. That's a delight to see. So you're also a trained actor. How does your comedy interact with your acting? Like, how do they speak to one another? Oh, well, I haven't acted for a while. I did a play a few years back, but I haven't acted for a while. But my comedy is always... uh, I'm very physical on stage. I act out quite a lot of my routines on stage, and I've always used voices and faces and, you know, physicality. So I found a way of using my acting in my comedy. I've always been able to do accents and that sort of thing so I'm glad that I found a way of utilising that I'd love to do more acting I I love doing it I really really love doing it and occasionally like I'll do a little part in a a friend's sort of short film or something and I always get a buzz from it Mm. always get a buzz from it but I think it would always be the stand-up that I'd go back it's just super interesting that you've kind of got those two mediums there and in terms of as you go on your tour next year what do you want audiences to take from it like if you could have it them take one maybe message or feeling from it what would it be first and foremost most importantly I hope they have a good laugh. Mm, yeah, that's the <laughs> most important bit. <laughs> that is most important. Most important, I hope they have a good laugh. The, secondly, I guess I, I hope that they can see that there is, a, there is a bright side to even the darkest elements of your, darkest parts of your life mm. and that we all go through them. And actually, if you, can, if you can get to a point where you can make fun out of them, then, you know, you take back the power. Yeah, I will always get through hard times by making fun and having a laugh. That's how I will always do it. So, yeah, like I say, first and foremost, I hope they have a laugh. Mm. Secondly, I hope they go, you know what, it's all right to have a shitty time sometimes in your existence and come out of it. And we're not alone. We're not alone. Everybody has tricky times in their lives. Everybody does. Mm. It's, it's It's how you let it shape you that's... That's the only thing you can do is sort of learn from it and try and find the positive in everything. Even, you know, even being bald, (laughs) there is a positive side to it occasionally. I mean, that's a really amazing mentality, I think. So that's really beautiful. Pod Diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. In association with Diva magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Share the love by leaving us a review. Pod Diva. Queers for your ears. Pod Diva. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.